Welcome to the Money Hour with host Tina Mitchell and co-host Keelan Harvey. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, and Keelan Harvey, MLO 1330075, are licensed loan originators with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134871. The views expressed by the speakers on the following program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited. Now, in the studio, local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. Welcome to the Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the Friday, December 4th virtual show. Because of COVID, our show has temporarily moved virtually. You can also listen to our show on podcast or on air Saturday at 3 p.m. with a rebroadcast on Sunday at 8 a.m. I am your host, Tina Mitchell. And I'm your co-host, Keelan Harvey bringing in expert advice and inside knowledge on today's events and how they can affect your money. If you're hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to rebroadcast. We're here to answer any questions or connect you with the guests that we have on the show today. Please call the show at one 855 411150 Again, that's one 855 41150 or online at themoneyhour.com. And our lineup for today's show. Today, we're actually going to have a panel conversation with both of our guests, Laura Taylor uh, of Honest to Goodness Personal Chef Services and Gloria Chen of VIS Designs. We will also have a conversation with Laura about how to stay healthy at home for the holidays during a pandemic and followed conversation with Gloria, five reasons to have an architect involved prior to property purchase transaction and what is new due to COVID. Great information and great guest in studio. For more information on any topics discussed, please call our show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyhour.com. And let's go ahead and start out today's show with a little bit of money chat. Money. Money. What do you have today, Keelan? Well, um, you know, I talked about appreciation the, the other week, and I touched on, you know, the median price of 628, five point something, I think it's 5.6. I got to remember off the top of my head, percent growth is $180,000 and in, in um, appreciation that you would gain. Um, and so we're looking at kind of the future of our housing, which naturally could provide some concern, I think. So I was reading uh, the other day and, and I've noticed with some media outlets and such that there's some affordability concerns that go with that, especially when I talk to these first time home buyers and there's some apprehension about buying, you know, and that, that uh, affordability piece um, tends to always come up. So it seems like certain media outlets are portraying concerns over people being able to afford a house now or in the future. So uh, when we see increase in properties like we've seen, I mean, obviously over this last history, it's been pretty insane, especially in King County. So I can understand why people may feel that way. Um, it's much higher in King County, but in Washington, the median price five years ago was 289000 um, which is crazy to think about, especially because we live in this Metroplex and the prices that we're at now, median price in King County, 628. In 2019, it was 397,900. So, and then this last year, it went up by 15% nationally. So yeah, definitely people can have some concerns and then the media feeds on it and there's a fear behind this. So does this mean that homes 
or less affordable? And I don't think so. Fear not, my friends. The, uh, the media mistakenly looks at only the significant move higher in the medium price. They just take that little piece and move it to the side. However, the medium home price does not measure appreciation. Um, instead, it marks the middle price point of recent homes uh, that have sold. With a, and with the lack of inventory for uh, lower-priced homes, there's simply more transactions occurring for higher-priced homes, which pushes the medium home price even higher. And especially in King County, some of these homes are really, really expensive, depending on the area that you that you live. And so naturally, it moves. It moves those prices higher. So actually, home price appreciation across the U.S. is currently in the range of more like 5.5% to 6% versus last year. So it's not that crazy, scary, 15%. What are we going to do? Because you start multiplying numbers in your brain, and then it creates all this fear around being able to afford a house. And so, and it's only it's only forecasted to uh, increase a similar margin. So that's not true either next year. And and in the meantime, weekly earnings are up more than five percent versus a year ago. So additionally, only a portion of your income obviously goes towards your mortgage. You have more things that you have to pay. So a 5% rise in income can offset a much greater percentage rise in the housing in your housing expense. So this tells us in all actuality that homes are actually more affordable even though that they have appreciated. So don't let the media fool you people. Uh, homes are still affordable and you know people are choosing to move out farther find more affordability and i would hope for everybody out there that you would only make more money in your life from this day going forward so i i would definitely say stay comfortable you don't want to be house broke but if you have a time to stretch yourself on such an important decision with your family you know feel free to stretch yourself a little bit to get yourself into a home knowing that you're going to make more money and your house is going to appreciate like crazy it's a asset it's not an expense and you got to think about it they're two very different things. That was great, Keelan. And you know, Keelan, uh, we have we have no idea what each other is going to bring into Money Chat. And I think this is <laughs> the first time in a long, 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 long time that we've ever had a uh, partial similar. So I'm going to talk a little bit about the affordability as well. Uh, oh, great cool. information. Uh, great information, Keelan. So Mortgage Bankers Association released their mortgage application data for last week, showing that overall application volume decreased slightly by 0.6 percent from the previous week. Refinances were down 5% last week, however, are 102% higher year over year. Purchase volume was up 9% last week and is 28% higher than last year. Now, CoreLogic released their home price index report for October, showing that home prices increased by 1.1% during the month and 7.3% on a year-over-year basis nationally. This is a big improvement from the 6.7% year-over-year number reported last month. And first-time home buyers will be a big part of next year's home purchases as the largest wave of millennials is heading into prime home buying at years and should continue for several years moving forward. Within the report, the hottest markets were Phoenix, San Diego, 
and Washington, D.C. Phoenix was up 12.1%, San Diego up 8.3%, and Washington, D.C. up 7.1%. So sad. Seattle, we did not make it the list this time. And that was really surprising because we have for the last few reports. Now, single-family detached homes rose by 7.9% year-over-year, while attached homes only rose by 4.5%. This supports the theme that condos are appreciating at a slower pace than standalone homes. They forecast that home prices will rise 0.4% in November and 1.99% in the year going forward, which is a huge revision to their 2.2% forecast in the previous report. This is big since news since not that long ago. They were expecting a negative of 6.6%. Now, pending home sales, which measured signed contracts on existing homes, were down 1.1% in October. This was less than the 2% gain expected. However, sales are still up 20.2% year over year. Now, the month-to-month decline was not due to the lack of demand, but the lack of supply. Supply of existing homes is down 20% year over year, and if there were more homes on the market, there would be more sales. It's still impressive that sales are up 20.2% year over year with inventory down 20%. Now, Keelan talked a little bit about affordability. There are other media outlets that cited affordability. However, they just don't understand it. They look at the medium home price, which is up 15.5%. However, we know that that doesn't matter measure appreciation. Appreciation, while still very strong, is up closer to 7% year over year. And with incomes rising by 5.6%, homes are not getting less affordable. You don't use all of your income on your mortgage payment. There is a relationship there. And because of that relationship, incomes don't have to keep pace with the affordability. Now, if used, if you used one-fifth of your income on your mortgage and home prices went up 5%, you would only need your income to go up 1%. All right, initial job claims were released showing that individual filings for unemployment benefits for the first time decreased by 75,000 to 71,000. However, this did measure Thanksgiving week when many were likely not filing. So it's also hard to make adjustments that are accurate to compensate for this. Continuing claims of these that rose to that continue to receive benefits improved by 569,000 to 4.42 million. This figure is delayed a week and did not include the Thanksgiving week. This number has been improving in the past few weeks. However, we have to remember that when regular benefits expire, you can file for PECU, pandemic M- emergency unemployment compensation, which expands their benefits another 13 weeks. That figure increased by 60,000. This is still a net benefit of 500,000 people dropping off of continued claims. However, most cases, this this is a benefit just in most cases, this is benefits just expiring, not people coming back to work. It's estimated that that by Christmas, another 12 million individual benefits will expire. Without a new stimulus plan, these people are going to be in trouble. All right, there's your money chat for today. And coming up next on the money hour, 
we have a panel conversation with Laura Taylor of Honest to Goodness Personal Chef Services and Gloria Chen of VIS Designs right here at 1150 AM KKNW. So are you stressed about what's for dinner, even while working from home? Laura Taylor with Honest to Goodness Personal Chef Services has helped hundreds of families save time in meal planning, grocery shopping, and cooking everyday dinners. Laura excels in helping you to enjoy healthy dinners at home, especially if you have special dietary needs. To learn more about how they will serve their talents at your table, go to honesttogoodness.com or call 206-930-8686. Have you experienced paying more than what you need? If you answer yes, you certainly do not want that to happen to you when you're buying a home. Gloria Chen with VIS Designs has assisted individuals just like yours in finding the right property for future expansion or immediate investment with confidence when remodeling, additions, or even new construction that will take place after purchase. To get more information on how Gloria Chen can assist you, call her at 206-335-4199 or email her at glory at vis-designs.com. An alternative to everything else on your radio dial. Alternative Talk 1150. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host, Keelan Harvey, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. You are listening to The Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the Friday, December 4th virtual show. Because of COVID-19, our show is temporarily moved virtually. You can also listen to our show on podcast or catch us on air on Saturday at 3 p.m. with a rebroadcast on Sunday at 8 a.m. I am your host, Tina Mitchell. And I'm your co-host, Keelan Harvey. It is a great day to talk about money, and that is what the show is all about, how to make money save money so you can have a better quality of life for you and your family. If you're hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. We're here to answer any questions or connect you with the guests that we have on the show today. Please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyhour.com. And now on our show, our panel conversation with our guest, Laura Taylor of Honest to Good personal chef services and Gloria Chen of VIS designs right here on 1150 AM at KKNW. So let's go ahead and uh, share a little bit of information uh, with our guest. And first of all, welcome Laura and Gloria to the show. We're happy to have both of you here. Hi, thank you. My pleasure. Yeah. All right. A little bit about Laura. Laura Taylor of Honest to Goodness Personal Chef Services is a certified personal chef and the owner of Honest to Good Goodness, which was founded in April of 2012. Her 10-year award-winning career in catering, sales, and event planning included the management of over 11 million in corporate social and nonprofit events from Marriott Hotels and El Gaucho in uh, our town in Bellevue. Laura's training in sales, marketing, and business development combined with her passion for cooking and helping others has established Honest to Goodness as the number one personal chef service in the greater Seattle area. Under Laura's direction, Honest to Goodness has served the Seattle Seahawks, international business leaders, and custom event 
experiences. Chef Laura is proud to have received nominations as the 2015 and 2017 Personal Chef of the Year by United States Personal Chef Association. So excited to share uh, you with our guest today. And then a little bit about Gloria. Gloria Chen obtained a Bachelor of Architecture from WSU. She later received her interior design training at Bellevue College eight years into her architectural career. In 2013 and 2014, she was additionally faculty of Highland Community College teaching sustainable design. Gloria has a total of 24 years professional experience in both architecture and interior design. She is perceptive in capturing clients' visions and preferences. She has strong knowledge in building systems and building codes. She is well-versed in current trends and has strong skill in budgeting control. Again, welcome to uh, both of you. Excited to have you on the show today. Thank you. Thank you. Listen to that, you couple of rock stars. That's uh, that is fantastic. You both are overachievers, and that's a beautiful thing. Um, I want to start with you, Laura. We're gonna do a little panel conversation. I get to ask you guys some fun questions each. So, what brought you into your line of work? Oh wow! Well, I've just always grown up in the kitchen. Always loved food and cooking and food service. Uh, my first restaurant job was when I was 17 years old as an order taker at a local deli. And I've just always felt that, uh, you know, food is a great way to show love for your friends, your family, and uh, it's, you know, just something that I really put my heart into to make sure that I can feed people well and also just stay healthy and nutritious at the same time. That's awesome. And by the way, you're invited to my house anytime you want, just so you okay. know, just all events. I'm just, that's a connection. You're just automatic invite every time. I'm sure everybody says that to you too. Perfect. Thank you. I'll, I'll be there. <laughs> you can just go where you want. Because everybody yep. loves it. Um, yes. Gloria, what about you? I'm going to ask you the same question. Um, what brought you into, into this line of work as far as architecture? And, you know, you've even taught at Highline. I actually did a, uh, I was at Highline Community College for one year, played soccer there, and they took us to England to play against uh, a couple teams with Jason Prenovost, who's the coach. So I got some love for Highline, too. So that's kind of cool to hear. Uh, what brought you into your line of work? Well, um, Actually, um, my uh, my first degree actually uh, is in engineering, uh, electronic engineering. <laughs> mm. um, but then uh, I found out there is no people in the engineering, which means it's not a people um, a profession. Mm -hmm. So I want to design something that is good for the the users uh, that relates to people that will make people's life more comfortable. Um, and then uh, respect the people and honor the people. So that's why uh, I changed my major to architecture. Um, so architecture has the technical side and also the artistic side. Um, I learned um, fine arts since I was little. So I think uh, I just used both sides of my brain. <laughs> so, um, so since then, I just enjoy this profession. Um, I create beautiful spaces for my clients and uh, they enjoy it and their business goes strong and then their homes uh, feels very unique and comfortable. So love it. 
Yeah, and I've I've seen uh, a lot of your designs, and definitely uh, the mix of beautiful and practical, and especially now with all the changes, that practicality in the businesses really need that. So, Laura, in this current environment that we are right now, how has it had an impact to your business? Well, we've definitely uh, taken a, a little bit of a hit, uh, but we've managed to, to hold our own throughout the year. Um, from the very beginning, we were very proactive in communicating with our clients, our enhanced safety uh, procedures. Our team is already certified in food safety and sanitation. And so we've definitely increased those measures as much as we can. We have a lot of clients that we serve on a weekly basis. And because we have some great long time trusting relationships with our clients, many of them were glad to have a chef who could come into their home and cook for them. You know, we're not eating out in restaurants as much anymore. And so some of our clients asked us to make even more food for them. So um, it's, it's definitely been a challenging year and we've done um, you know, some creative ways to try to keep our team busy, to keep our clients taken care of, keep them healthy. Um, and we're also seeing you know, some changes with the holiday season. There's obviously not gonna be as much holiday entertaining due to state mandates and restrictions. So, um, you know, we're just, doing the best we can to keep everybody healthy. Yeah, and you know, the, the uh, good side, because we're always looking at what can we pull out of this positive is just, you know, seeing so many businesses and the new things that they're implementing that will actually be of huge benefit when we get back to whatever our new normal is going to be. So I know in your uh, arena, definitely uh, lots of changes going on. Gloria, how about for you with COVID? How has that impacted uh, your business? Uh, well, um, my business, we serve clients in both commercial and the residential side. So the, for the commercial, it slows down a little bit, but uh, I still, uh, I'm still very uh, optimistic uh, for the next year because uh, uh, the vaccine now is um, out. So we will be out of this um, stay home thing. <laughs> um, yeah, and then uh, the for my design process, um, we all moved everything to uh, you know virtually, and uh, come, um, we we did this um, the meetings with the clients uh, over the Zoom, and then so I need to show the clients the materials, you know, in front of the computer and uh, the camera. It this is a little challenging because they cannot feel it, they cannot see the the true color, um, but we're we're doing our best. Yeah. And I know, cause I've talked with you, uh, Gloria, with the businesses. I mean, there's so many businesses that are doing, they have, they have all the, the space changes that they need to do. Um, and they're thinking about how their office is going to be set up moving forward as well. So that has to yep. be a, an interesting change in different designs and thinking about designs differently as we're moving forward and getting out of yep. uh, COVID-19. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. So Laura, I'm going to come back to you. So, um, and I'm curious to know, I love this question. And what do you love most about what you do? I love the relationships that we have with our clients and to just take great care of them and their family, keep them healthy. Um, you know, it's definitely very much a business of trust. We're in their home. And I, I don't take it lightly that people trust us with what they eat and what their children eat. Um, everything we do is completely customized to the types of food they like, any dietary needs that they have. And it's just really rewarding when you can serve a family for a long time. Sometimes it's short term, sometimes it's a long time. But when you're with a family for a long time and you see their kids graduating from school and all these other life events happening, 
to know that you've been there to support their lifestyle so that they can continue on with you know other things of interest. How cool is that? I couldn't imagine some of these relationships, especially, I mean, you're at Seahawks houses and everything and you're cooking food and everybody loves the cook. So uh, that's got to be a lot of fun for you. Uh, Glory, I want to ask you the same question. What do you love? The number one thing you love most about what you do? Um, it is um, to um, bring the client's visions into a practical reality. Um, I feel um, satisfied when I see the clients are happy about the design outcome uh, and then they enjoy it and then they think this is what we asked for. This is, this is our vision coming true. Um, you know, so that is the, the biggest moment for me and it always brings me joy. Yeah, that is great. And uh, Laura, we've actually had a uh, rotating twice uh, Seahawks living next door to us. So won't mention okay. names, but wonder if you came over and cooked for them. Possibly me. And just to clarify, we cook for other people besides Seahawks. It's not all celebrities and athletes. Uh, of course. A lot of very busy professionals. <laughs> Absolutely. So Laura, um, what is what do you do that's different in your in your company for from for your competitors? What is something uh, unique and special to what you guys are offering? I think what really sets us apart is the number of chefs that we have on our team. We currently have eight chefs, um, and everybody represents diverse culinary skills and formal and informal training uh, cuisine styles. Um, and so we can really serve, uh, you know, dozens of households every week, uh, in addition to any home entertaining occasions that come up. Um, our chefs have a great support system between myself and our operations manager, Shannon, um, because we both are very experienced in hospitality, food service, business management. Um, we have decades of, of collective knowledge that we can share with our team and with our clients as well. Um, and so that's, you know, what I think really sets us apart is, is our people. Yeah, people definitely make a huge difference for sure. Couldn't do it without our uh, our team, could we, Keelan? Nope, by no means. Yep, we always say you're only as good as your team or the team makes the dream work for sure. Uh, Gloria, how about for you? What sets you aside from your competitors? Yeah, um, I believe it's, um, I have um, training uh, from both architecture and the interior design. So uh, not every architect can do interior design and uh, not every interior designer can do the architectural side uh, part of the, the building. So I have a strong knowledge uh, about the code, the building code uh, and permitting. And I also uh, have a strong skill um, for like a store branding, uh, the interior design side of it. Uh, I'm, I love playing with colors, uh, lighting, um, materials, um, yeah, so I think if this is my strongest uh, um, side that I can bring a whole uh, service to the client so that they don't have to hire two different companies. They just need to hire one, hire us uh, to do both uh, for them. And actually that will um, um, save them a lot of um, design fees. Uh, that is awesome. What a huge benefit that you have both the uh, logical side and the creativity side and you can pull it all together and all, it's always easier to work with one person as well just because you have one personality um, and you really can get to, to know that person that you've hired. So yeah, huge benefit. Well, thanks you guys for participating in our panel conversation. Uh, coming up next on the Money Hour, how to stay safe 
healthy at your home for the holidays during a pandemic. Laura Taylor of Honest to Goodness Personal Chef Services, right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Have you experienced paying more than what you need? If you answer yes, you certainly do not want that to happen to you when you're buying a home. Gloria Chen with VIS Designs has assisted individuals just like yours in finding the right property for future expansion or immediate investment with confidence when remodeling, additions, or even new construction that will take place after purchase. To get more information on how Gloria Chen can assist you, call her at 206-335-4199 or email her at glory at vis-designs.com. Seattle, Tacoma, Antwerp. That's right. We're streamed worldwide on our app and on the web at 1150kknw.com. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host, Keelan Harvey, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. You are listening to The Money Hour on 1150 AM KKNW, the Friday, December 4th virtual show. Because of COVID-19, our show is temporarily moved virtually. You can also listen to us on podcast or on air Saturday at 3 p.m. with a rebroadcast on Sunday at 8 a.m. I am your host, Tina Mitchell. And I'm your co-host, Keelan Harvey. We are here to help you build a strong financial blueprint one week and one show at a time. If you're hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. We're here to answer any questions or connect you with the guests that we have on the show today. Please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyara.com. And now in studio, how to stay healthy at home for the holidays during a pandemic. Uh, Laura Taylor, welcome. Well, we've already welcomed you, but excited to have our uh, conversation with you today. Thanks again for being here. Thank you for having me. Laura, I want to start out with um, how would you describe to somebody what you do who isn't familiar with a personal chef? Sure, great question. Um, a personal chef is responsible for preparing customized meals for multiple households a week, whether it's a busy professional couple, a family, or even elderly clients. Uh, there are some chefs who are private chefs and they work exclusively for one household and it's more of a full-time job managing that kitchen. But as a personal chef, our company has, each of our chefs serve multiple clients every week. Um, we plan a menu for them based on what we know of their food preferences and their dietary needs. We'll do the grocery shopping for them and then we show up and we'll cook for several hours at a time to stock their refrigerator with lots of delicious freshly prepared meals. And um, yeah, it's just a really great way to support people's busy lifestyles. In addition to um, home entertaining occasions that we do as well. So we can come into your house if you wanna have a birthday dinner or if you need help with your Thanksgiving feast, you can have a chef help prepare all of that for you. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it sounds like it. If I was a good cook, that would sound like a lot of fun. However, not so much. So <laughs> to chat a little bit. So um, we've talked about, I mean, you've worked with some uh, pretty famous people. Uh, however, you do cook for the rest of us as well that aren't as famous. So is it really affordable? Is. When you think about how much you spend eating out, I mean, pre-pandemic, you know, most families or households will eat out three to five times a week, and that gets expensive, both on your wallet and your waistline. 
Um, we see great opportunity in converting that money into a personalized service where you can, that you can afford. You're gonna be eating healthier in the comforts of your home and having high quality food, um, also just encouraging better family time as well. I always say, pay your farmer now or your doctor later. Um, you know, what you eat is absolutely part of your, your health and, and your medicine. And so we really try to promote people converting that money that they would spend in a restaurant by having better quality food at home. Yeah, and time really is money. You know, if yes. you can release the time that it takes and emotional stress if you don't enjoy doing it, um, mm -hmm. that's going to have a huge uh, payoff for you in the end. Absolutely. We save our clients hours and hours of stress and questioning what's for dinner tonight. Just bring us in and, and you'll know what's for dinner. You know, I could totally relate. I've been doing meal prepping. I've been like on strict trying to do calorie restrictions and working out. I tore an ACL and eating is really important what you put in your body for healing. And so, uh, and the amount of time and I spend on a Sunday uh, and that's valuable time for me as a professional. And we always have these concerns of trying to figure out how we scale our lives. I just don't have time and because it takes away from other things to cook. So what a fantastic service that you provide. Now, is this just for rich and famous people like Seahawks or who do you guys serve? We serve a lot of busy professionals. It's doctors, lawyers, you know, people, people who are C-level in managing their business and their companies, uh, people that have young kids and families and they value having a healthy lifestyle, but they don't necessarily have the time to do it. So we would rather they hire us to take care of their, their food, their dinners, and give them that peace of mind that they can spend time doing other things. So uh, Laura, what extra precautions is your team taking to protect themselves and protect the clients that you're serving? Absolutely, definitely a very relevant question. Um, we've, as I mentioned before, we are already certified in food safety and sanitation. We've taken some additional online courses regarding uh, the serve-safe requirements related to COVID. Um, every service we complete is done wearing face masks. We issue gloves, sanitizing wipes to our team. Uh, we communicate with our clients and request distancing so that we can work independently in their kitchen without you know, any risk of exposure to the clients. Um, and we fully clean all of the cooking surfaces before and after we're done. We, we usually leave the kitchen cleaner than when we found it. And so we just wanna make sure that our clients trust our practices. We also do um, temperature checks as well and to make sure that our team is healthy prior to going into service. Oh, Laura, I bet, I mean, I could imagine at this point, um, you know, the season that we're in with the holidays and Thanksgiving and Christmas and parties and dinners. Uh, I'm curious to know how COVID has changed that for your business and as far as volume is concerned. We're definitely seeing fewer party requests. Um, there, we're, we, we knew that this holiday season would be different than years prior because holiday season can be a busy time of year for us, um, but we're seeing fewer requests. Um, the requests we get are for smaller groups. It might be more like four to six people versus 10 to 50. Um, you know, we are taking the state mandates very seriously and any uh, inquiries that we get, we uh, evaluate very carefully to make sure that we're staying within the state guidelines and that our clients um, understand what we're doing to protect them. So Laura, what else is your, your team doing to support your clients' health at home, especially during the holidays? 
Sure. Yeah, we definitely value being a resource for everyone. And um, one thing that we can do, we don't do as much of, but if somebody needs some help with recipe inspiration, we have a database of thousands of recipes that we can pull from and just be that menu planner for them to give them some ideas. So we can give them some new inspiration. Um, we also offer kitchen organization services. So since we're all home more these days, if you're feeling stressed out about your kitchen being dirty or cluttered, or you just want to clean things up a little bit, we can come in and declutter, clean everything out, uh, which is definitely good for mental health uh, to make sure people are comfortable at home. I'm so jealous of your knowledge, Laura. Like with the things that I have to eat with my diet and your creativity, like you could whip together something incredible. And my food I, is terrible. Like diet food, if you don't know how to cook, can be pretty bland and miserable. So um, it doesn't have to be though. So let's let's talk offline, and we'll we'll get you some help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely getting connected with you because you could uh, make my life a lot happier. I'm certain of this. <laughs> yep. Diet food so, can still taste good. Yeah, I love that. That's awesome. I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm just eating bland chicken and turkey with some vegetables, and uh, yeah, trying to avoid calories. It's awful. Um, anyhow, so um, how is goodness, uh, honest to goodness, different from other chef services specifically? Uh, well, certainly, uh, you know, our people is what I feel like sets us apart. As I mentioned before, uh, the size of our team and the wealth of resources and the collective knowledge that we have to uh, really accommodate any type of situation. Uh, from day one, I wanted to be very focused on being able to accommodate people's special dietary needs as well. So we are very flexible and versatile to handle any diet that, that comes our way, um, especially when it's a medically driven necessity. So I think the, the level of customization that we provide to our clients is uh, really what sets us apart. So Laura, can you share with our listeners what they can do to keep honest to goodness healthy this season and moving forward into 2021. It sounds like it would be helpful for Keelan to hear as well. Absolutely. Yeah, we're, I'm grateful that we've been around for almost nine years and we want to continue that trajectory, staying a healthy company to serve a healthy community. Uh, we recognize that everybody in our community is concerned about the pandemic and we've all changed how we go about our daily lives. Uh, everyone creates social interactions and you still need help juggling all that life throws our way. Um, so the best ways that your audience can help keep honest to goodness healthy are to book virtual contactless cooking classes. Uh, we've also added virtual wine tastings this year. So you can still support a business without having a chef in your home. You can learn how to cook in the comforts of your home without any risk of exposure. And that can be a great family kind of family quality time building uh, activity as well uh, to get together and maybe have a cooking lesson, uh, you and your partner, you and your kids. The uh, virtual wine tastings are a lot of fun uh, as a team building event, whether for groups of friends, or we've even seen some clients doing those as a holiday party get together instead. Um, additionally, we would love your audience to shop small and support a local woman owned business by going to our honest to goodness shop. That's S-H-O-P-P-E. Uh, we've added that to our website this year and our shop has a delicious selection of chef-made and curated uh, holiday gifts and stocking stuffers. Ooh, I'm, uh, I'm excited about this for sure. Laura, I, what are you excited about with Honest to Goodness? Like, the, What's up and coming that's really got you excited, kind of looking towards the future and positivity here? 
Uh, definitely excited about our shop. We have, um, you know, we're eager to see how that takes off and we'll be expanding into uh, other products throughout next year. It's a great way to keep our chefs engaged um, and serving, you know, high quality products for our clientele. Um, I'm excited, to, you know, one of our, our tagline is our talents, your table. And so we see our online shop as another outlet for that. Um, you know, as, as tough as 2020 has been, we've also taken this as an opportunity to get creative and grow and expand. You know, pivot has definitely been a buzzword for many businesses this year. And so we're trying to stay positive and not get beaten down and see what else we can do that a personal chef service might not have done before. So I'm definitely excited about some ideas that we have uh, in the pipeline for next year and beyond. Yeah, and that's so exciting. And that's what I'm seeing too, Laura. Not all businesses are in the emotional state that they're seeing how to pivot and how to do these great things. And so there's an example of something that, you know, when you're adding that when we get out of this, it's going to be a huge benefit and a way that you can additionally serve your clients. Great for the company and great again for the people that you're looking at serving. So that's really exciting. So as we're wrapping up our uh, time here, Laura, People that have uh, really specific dietary um, needs or, or health needs, can you share a little bit about that and how you might be uh, able to assist them? Absolutely. So if we're providing an in-home meal preparation service, uh, part of our intake process is a complimentary consultation where we fill out a food questionnaire and understand what kind of food they like, their spice levels, is it organic or non-organic, what kind of dietary needs that they have. And so from that, we use that information to customize our menu plans for them. We can accommodate any dietary need, whether it's paleo, keto, Oreo, whatever they're looking for. And, um, you know, ultimately, it, it's definitely a, an ongoing relationship with our clients to let us know what's working, what might need to be tweaked a little bit. For people doing an elimination diet, for instance, providing those um, test results to us is also very helpful because we can show them what they can do with the ingredients that they can eat. And that way it doesn't feel restricted. That is so awesome. Uh, Laura, one more time as we're wrapping up here, uh, what is the site again for your new online shop? Yes, uh, so go to honesttogoodness.com and they'll, you'll see a menu bar there for our shop and you'll see some great products in there. That is wonderful. And of course, you can also call into the show. We can get you uh, connected with uh, Laura. I'm excited to reach out as, as, as well, Laura. What an amazing service that you're providing and Thank you. assistance to our community. Thank you so much for joining the show today. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Coming up next in the money are five reasons to have an architect involved prior to property purchase transaction. What is new due to COVID? We have Gloria Chen of VIS Designs right here on 1150 AM KKNW. So are you stressed about what's for dinner even while working from home? Laura Taylor with Honest to Goodness Personal Chef Services has helped hundreds of families save time in meal planning, grocery shopping, and cooking everyday dinners. Laura excels in helping you to enjoy healthy dinners at home, especially if you have special dietary needs. To learn more about how they will serve their talents at your table, go to honesttogoodness.com or call 206-930-8686. Tell your friends about Alternative Talk 1150. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, and co-host, Keelan Harvey, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. 
Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey. You are listening to The Money Hour on 1150 AM KKNW, the Friday, December 4th virtual show. Because of COVID-19, our show is temporarily moved virtual. You can listen to our show on podcast, also on air on Saturday at 3 p.m. with a rebroadcast on Sunday at 8 a.m. I am your host, Tina Mitchell. And I'm your co-host, Keelan Harvey. We bring into studio each week the best of the best experts in our local market on everything money. We're here to help you in today's economy. And now in studio, we have Glory Chan of VIS Designs. Five reasons to have an architect involved prior to property purchase transaction. What is new due to COVID right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Gloria, uh, welcome back. (laughs) And we're excited to have a conversation with you today. Yes, me too. So Gloria, um, I understand that an architect can help um, a home buyer in house remodeling after the transaction is done. I was always curious about this. Is it better to get you involved beforehand as far as when you're looking at properties and making sure it fits what you need, as we'll call it maybe a canvas, right, for you to work your magic? Yes, uh, definitely. it's uh, when uh, a modification has been made in the past, in the house or on the property, um, that's when you need an architect um, to help you. And also when a previous approved permit is attached to the selling. Um, another situation is when a remodeling will take place after the purchase is made. So for example, like addition or doing something else, maybe a business. Uh, And the fourth one is when the buyer is looking for property as an investment or for uh, a business operation. So Gloria, what if any uh, would be your role in helping a a buyer during the property searching stage? Yeah, the the role of an architect uh, is to help the buyer um, to communicate with the jurisdiction, which can be a city or a county, uh, about the permit requirements if they plan to do something after the purchase. Uh, if it, not every buyer would have this need, but some uh, would. Um, and also for the transparency uh, of the seller uh, from the seller side. So like a previous approved permit, is this closed or is still open? Uh, what's the scope of work, uh, uh, how much they have finished and how much left. Um, and also um, the architect can make suggestions to the buyer uh, for the things that are required to be disclosed prior to the purchase. Um, so sometimes it's, it, it, the seller says one thing, but then actually it's something, it's, it's different what you think actually. Um, and then the last thing is, um, we can check the zoning code and the building code uh, for what the buyers plan to do. Uh, And then we can give them a um, reality check. Um, So if what they plan to do would violate the code or not, if if it would, then that's not a good property. Um, And if everything is wide open and that's a good property for, for them to purchase. 
Yeah, and what a, a, a huge benefit in, in taking on that role because, yeah, you definitely want to not make any mistakes when it comes to coding and permitting and all of that if you're doing a big remodel project with your new home, definitely. And how terrible would it be to buy a house and realize you just can't do what you wanted to do with the home just by definition of the house itself or, you know, or code? So um, what are some of the additions? benefits that you would suggest as far as working with an architect prior to purchase? Yeah, um, so what we can do is we, we can uh, give the buyers uh, confidence for purchasing a good and clean property. Uh, like what you just said, uh, they, they put such uh, you know, big money to, to this property, they want to make sure everything is right. Um, they don't want to waste their money in buying something. For example, there's a wetland on their property and then they thought oh i have a pond i can do something you know i can build a, build a bridge over the pond i can enjoy the pond but actually you can't do anything about it uh this is non-touchable um yeah so such things like that we can help the buyers to figure out to um, avoid that from happening so any any additional benefits uh gloria to making sure that you're consulting with your architect prior to making that purchase uh yes there are another things um so uh, we can help the buyers to come up with uh, a realistic scope of work um and then from that scope of work uh you will know have a basic idea uh, how much construction cost it can be uh it's not precise, uh, it's still in the beginning, right? Beginning stage, but you will probably have an idea, oh, maybe this is gonna be 100,000, or maybe this is just gonna be a 20,000, or it can be 200,000, you know, so that you know what, you, what you're, you know, what, 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 what you're um, buying uh, and then what you're gonna spend. Yeah, that's so important. Uh, what about, uh, give us, can you give us some, uh, specific examples, Gloria? Like, what are some examples where you've seen this actually come into play in your practice? Yes. Um, for example, um, I had a, a client uh, that they came to me. Uh, they said this, um, the, the seller um, has a, uh, already had a permit for the areas in the house that they, um, that they plan to do. However, they did not, they only finished half of it. And then, and then the, the other half they have not finished, but they said they told the buyers say, hey, we already got the permit. You don't have to do anything. You just if you want to finish it, go ahead and finish it. So after I um, uh, did some uh, research for them, and actually that uh, that permit is closed. Um, so the unfinished part, if the buyer wants to finish that part the city requires a brand new permit. They cannot use the previous permit because that permit was closed. Um, so, so this, something like this, um, they really want to find out before they um, purchase, right? Uh, so that they can negotiate or they can do whatever, you know, the, the, the agents can, can help the buyers um, uh, in the negotiation process. Another one is uh, if, there are some people, they start to think about um, building a mother-in-law unit on their property. Uh, for example, they can take care of their parents or their uh, parents-in-law. Um, so for that 
uh, kind of uh, projects, you do need to know about the zoning code uh, for each for the city. So each city is different. Um, and then you need either the architect or you yourself, uh, the buyer can find out um, from the city. Um, and then another thing is some, some buyers would like to buy a house and then change, make that house into uh, an adult family home uh, for senior living. Uh, it's kind of like a business operation. In that case, we need to check the zoning if uh, such business is allowed in that zone. Um, if, if it is allowed, then we need to find out the, if they have enough space to build um, additional parking stalls. Uh, and also if the house has a way to um, create new bathrooms for each bedroom uh, and then uh, if it's flexible um, and also the house, if the house has just has a different levels for the, the seniors need to go up and down, up and down or it's flat. And so things like that, uh, we can help them to determine if this house is good for them for the future remodeling or not. Another thing is some buyers would like to purchase a piece of land. Um, it can be just one lot, um, but they want to tear down the whole house and build an apartment building on the property. Um, and then in that case, we can help them for performa, um, the return of investment. Uh, we help them de determine how many units would, would make more sense uh, for the biggest return. Um, so things like this would definitely uh, need to, they definitely need architects um, to help yeah. them. That's what we call feasibility study. And, you know, again, a huge benefit uh, with Gloria and what you uh, do in offering your clients because you have, you know, that both sides of it where you're doing the design, you're making sure that it's um, set for permits. And yeah, we're seeing a lot of, you know, a lot of homes in Seattle, people are buying and just tearing it down and um, putting up apartments like you talked about. So Gloria, with inventory solo, and there's just not very many homes available on the market to choose from, what can you do to speed up the decision-making process for potential buyers uh, purchase? Yeah, if you know uh, which city you're going to buy, uh, you can go ahead and then go to the city and talk to them um, and find out the, the answers for the following. First, the setback. What's the setback for this property? Uh, and also allowable maximum impervious area percentage for the property. That means if you want to do addition, like a, you want to add a sunroom or a, additional bedrooms. Also the easement locations, uh, as well as the maximum allowable building height. That's when you want to build a second floor. Um, also the very important thing is the fire flow availability. So that's, uh, they, they require you to go to the water district and check if the fire hydrant has enough pressure uh, in case of fire that they can bring the, in, uh, the water to your house if they don't have enough pressure, the city can require you to build, uh, to have a sprinkler system in your house, which costs a lot actually to do. So those things uh, you want to make sure after the information you find out and talk to your architect and that he or she can help you to determine if this is a good property or not. But you can do this ahead of time by yourself. 
My goodness, Gloria. Um, it's a good thing to have you because there's a lot of details that you're covering here that, you know, we would not figure out. I think it's the same for mortgage people, like professionals, real estate agents. There's a lot of details. You can think you're a genius and kind of go wing it. But the reality is, unless you've done it, you have no idea what you're even looking for. So good thing that your customers have you. Um, I was talking to one of my friends. He built a new construction and it took him like a year to get a permit. It took forever. And I was shocked about that. I mean, once you purchase a property in your experience and his was like a new build construction or you remodeling or new construction, how long does that usually take to get a permit to do that? Uh, for remodeling, it usually takes like a, for design, the designing part usually is the two to four um, months. Uh, for the new construction, the, only the design part it can be a year. Uh, depends on the scope of work. For permit, um, each city is different. Um, for the remodeling, approximately four to ten weeks. Uh, for new construction, it can be it can take uh, up to a year. Yeah. All right. Well, Gloria, thank you so much for uh, coming in today and sharing your wealth of information with our mm -hmm. listeners. My pleasure. Yeah. And again, Laura, thank you for for being here. And this is your host, Tina Mitchell. And your co-host, Keelan Harvey. Your local mortgage experts signing off for the day. Enjoy the rest of your week. And we look forward to talking more money next week, right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, and Keelan Harvey, MLO 1330075, are licensed loan originators with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134871. The views expressed by the speakers on the preceding program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited. 